There's been too much violence, too much pain. None here are without sin. But I have an honorable compromise. Just walk away. Leave the pump, the oil, the gasoline, and the whole compound, and I spare your lives. Just walk away, and I give you safe passage in the wasteland. Just walk away, and there will be an end to the horror. I await your answer. You have one full day to decide. I'm just here for the gasoline. Welcome to the Fluent Nerd, a not-so-serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Z. I'm Neil. This is a show where we discuss our love-hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, and games of the nerd world. This week we're talking about... Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior. The Road Warrior. <laughs> One of the best fucking movies ever made. Yeah, no shit. This movie's Flat fucking out. amazing. One um, of the best non-porn BDSM movies ever made. Also true. <laughs> also true. <laughs> Actually, and the highest grossing Australian movie ever. I was going to say, the best movie I know of that's based in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Even the movie that Hugh Jackman is, is called Australia, uh, yeah. which I never saw. Uh, I um, this wins. <laughs> <laughs> By a lot. Yeah, so this movie is fucking great for many reasons. But the plot. Um, we start off with Max, who is played by... Um, Mel Gibson. All of a sudden, his name slipped my mind. An <laughs> Australian cheeky cunt. That yeah, that cheeky cunt. Um, we see Max in the middle of the Australian desert that we find with him and his dog his and, his, and his trusty shotgun, his double double uh, sawed off shotgun, double barreled. And it's um, an Australian Shepherd too. Is it? An, I don't think. Is I think the. It's I don't know. Didn't Shepherd. look like it's an Australian blue, Shepherd. It's a blue something, but it's an Australian Shepherd. Yeah. Anyway, um, he rides in this V8 Interceptor, which is an old police car, I believe. His um, old police car. Yeah, it is his old police car. Because since we're not covering Mad Max 1. <laughs> because it sucks. It's not. It's different, okay? It's it's very fresh after the apocalypse or during the apocalypse. not really determined. It's but, all, Honestly, a little real yeah. talk, it's almost like the same time frame that we're in right now. <laughs> yeah, Max is a cop. That's all you really need to know. He's a cop. That's his cop car. The world ends... There's nukes, I think, involved, and oh, yeah. basically uh, a gang gets his wife and kids, runs them over, um, and his wife he, and baby, I think yeah. it was. Well, he's a toddler, but he just revenges the rest of the movie, and that's Mad Max One, uh, yeah. which didn't really get a release in the U.S., so it didn't really take off here. Which is yeah, why, it really was just like an Australian movie, wasn't well, it? Well, that's why um, it's called Road Warrior in the U.S. and Mad Max Two everywhere else. Ah, uh, yes. Released in the U.S. When I was juggling it, it all came up as Mad Max 2, so... Because um, technically... You have your a... internet sent to Australia. Yeah, it's sent out back, you motherfucker. You hold your um, uh, your computer upside down to read it? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, Good. whenever you go to an Australian page, it's, it's upside proper, down. That's the proper... Yeah, that happens. <laughs> Little known fact, Australians learn to read upside down. Also, they can all request a copy of A Picture of the Queen. Anyway, you don't know if I'm to, kidding, back, do you? But it's I true. I don't. Back it's to the plot. <laughs> it's actually true. Mad Max starts off. 
and uh, Matt, or the Road Warrior starts off, and it's just him, his dog, and his car, and he's low on gasoline. Except they don't call it gasoline in this; they just call they it gas. Do. A little bit. No, there are a few times they called it gasoline. It almost sounded like they're just Australian accents saying that's gasoline. How guzzle, that's how Yeah, that's how they say it there. I'm gonna go to the gasoline station to get some death sticks. Yes, that's, that's, that's you know what. Talk. If any Australians are listening, that's ex- that's that's uh, that's there exactly no what you all sound like to us. There's no. Um, <laughs> uh, he and his dog, and he's out in the wilderness, his uh, in in the old Australian desert. Uh, he's running low on supplies. He doesn't have any bullets left. Uh, well, I think he has one or two left. And then uh, he runs into a gang run by this weird gimp motherfucker, and his gimp on the back of his bike. No, they're and, they're not running it. They're like sergeants. He's well, like I didn't say they were. I said, well, he runs right. into this little gang, this small yeah. little gang, and this little contingent's run by this guy who I don't think we get his name. We did. Um, I don't remember it, it. I think it was, was it Hill. Wes. It was Wes. 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 Yeah, um, and his kid, gold. There's uh, his <laughs> his kid. His well, they, his golden-haired gimp. It, it named Golden Child. Is that really what his name was? In the credits, yeah. <laughs> It's uh yeah it you know apparently that's like not you said, even sexual we'll get like there. you said non pornographic BDSM movie um Max uh is uh he comes upon them as they're scavenging an old rig like an old uh, uh or or there's a Mack truck yeah it was an old Mack truck uh he fights them off um and they all kind of go away by not before the the you know Wes is like I'm gonna find you motherfucker or he whatever fights it is. Them off. Purely because he's looking for gasoline, though. There's yeah, no yeah, they're, they're just motive here. No, no, no. They're just fighting for the same resources. Max is all about gas. Everyone. Yeah, Max. About- Max is just he's just a normal dude. He's just a guy in the wilderness trying to survive. Um, he then comes upon uh this gyrocopter in the middle of nowhere. Turns out it's booby trapped, and the pilot has this snake, um, that's supposed to kill people who try to get his nobody's ever got past a snake <laughs> uh and then instead of killing him which max is about to do he um enslaves him because yeah. because he tells him about a well, I mean, that uh, is the history of australia isn't it oh god <laughs> that's how it started anyway um <laughs> but he because the 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 gyro captain or pilot tells him hey there's this place nearby. They make gasoline, and they, you're going to get all you want, I promise. So he's like, cool. Wear these handcuffs and chains in the desert until I tell you not to. We don't have enough S&M yet. I'm going to chain you up, and you're <laughs> going to fly me around. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, the, but the gyrocopter doesn't have any gas either at this point. Yeah. Um, so he, they march him over, and then when they find the, um, the, the town, I think it's called Gas Town, right? That's, that's what it is? It's Gas Town? I'm not sure it's even a town. I think Gastown might be something it's from the video game. Refinery. Yeah, it's just it's just an old oil refinery that these people have gotten up and running, and they're actually making gasoline. And uh, there's this giant gang that is accosting the um, the town, if you will, um, that we come to learn later is led by Lord Humongous. Lord <laughs> Humongous. Essentially king gimp of the bdsm empire that is the australian outback in the post-apocalypse they want the gas very oiled up and very buff and also (laughs) turns out very swedish really swedish yeah i did not know that i was thinking german the whole time but maybe that's just me (laughs) uh he is the swede (laughs) that's a hell on wheels reference apparently um but uh and then what uh max sees is there's some cars coming back to the town that get attacked by the gang 
uh, and they get done murdered. There's um, a little uh, rapey, rapey going a, on. There's there, a bit too. of rape. Bit of a little the old, bit of the old uh, over under. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> is that what they call it, the outback? Um, and um, I was making a um, Clockwork Orange reference, but oh it's fine. yeah, that's right, I missed that. But dweeb, um, <laughs> dweeb. Uh, Max f- comes upon one of the individuals who has survived this attack. He's been uh, crossbow bolted to his car. Yeah. And uh, gas it, and uh, Max just says, hey, I'm just doing this for the gas, man. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all you want, man. Don't worry about it. When we get back there, all you can carry. Just give you me back to town. Yeah. So the minute they get him back to town, uh, they remove Max of his weapons and his car. And the guy dies. He says, whatever contract in the leader of this place, whatever you contract you may have had with him, dies with him, it died with him. Uh, so then they handcuff him to this, the, this one, they call her the warrior woman. I looked that up. Uh, she's just the warrior woman. And she is the exact same character as Conan's, uh, girl, <laughs> Conan, the barbarian, the same actress. No, it doesn't. I don't know if it's the same actress. She's just the same character. It looks like the same person. It's the same type of person. Be the same actress. She's badass woman. <laughs> well, the funny thing is she was written as a male. And they switched around several genders at the last second in this huh. just to show that they could because they're talking about – and that actually carries on into Fury Road. You know how Furiosa is yeah. like just a chick badass or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the gender She's just is. a badass, yeah. and it just happens to be a chick. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's interesting. That's actually a cool point. This movie is woke before woke. Um, uh, it's pretty progressive. Yeah, I love this fucking movie, and and that's also true. But uh, I'm surprised um, it took off in the U.S., but it's just because of all the car chases. Yeah. But um, that kind of shit. Yeah. During Max's, I guess you can call it internment here for a bit. Uh, Lord Humongous comes, and this is actually where we meet him and what he is. He gives them all. He gives the town a an ultimatum. He says, "Just walk away, and I'll spare your lives." Dude, were you getting some Xerxes vibes? Very much so. Holy shit! I am a generous god. He also is wearing like no. He's pretty much wearing a leather diaper like Xerxes. He's like just I am tall right and muscular. <laughs> just tall and muscular like Xerxes, bald like Xerxes. Except you know how hard it is to wash a leather diaper in the middle of coronavirus. It's the worst. I'm not going to comment on that. Um you can use it as a face mask. Oh god. <laughs> oh, gross. Max, even though he's, you know, handcuffed, he has a fucking handcuff thing because he's a cop. Um, and he gets out and, uh, he tells, and they're all trying to get the gas that they have and they're trying to drive, uh, they're trying to go North because they think there's some, uh, oasis North that they can, they can get to and live in peace and harmony and love. And, you know, apparently there is cause they, well, you're, hold on. (laughs) And, uh, New Zealand, (laughs) they're just up there filming Lord of the Rings casually. New Zealand is not North (laughs) of Australia. Well, they're up anyway, so it's fine. Oh, that's right. They're actually going south. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, Max, he's like, hey, I saw a rig two days ago that could haul that fucking tanker. Give me all the gas I can carry, and I'll go get it for you. You deal with me. And you go, cool. And he goes, but I'll need a little bit of high-octane gas and some diesel. And so he gets some gas. They let him go. He, uh, They keep his car, though, because he's got to come back for his car. Uh, yeah, he thundered him, too. Yeah, that's right. He runs off. Um, he runs off, finds the gyrocopter pilot who's just been in the desert for a day, dragging um, a log, <laughs> dragging a log that he's been chained to because, again, BDSM movie. 
and uh, Max catches up with him, makes him carry the fuel. Again, this guy is literally Max's slave. And they finally get to the rig. Max gets it running, abandons the uh, the gyro pilot, who's like, no, we're partners, mate, we're partners. Uh, but he does give him the keys of the handcuffs at least. At so least. he at least gives him the keys of the handcuffs because he uses the gyrocopter to get to the uh, the thing. So um, he drives the rig back, the gyrocopter drives the, pilot, the thing back, and then Max leaves as per the deal. Uh, as he leaves, oh, I missed a whole bunch of parts from this actually because there, I missed this wild child that we run into this feral kid. We, we can we can give him a quick recap. He's just yeah. a little asshole kid with a boomerang who kills. But it's him. important because the boomerang decapitates people or cuts people in he in he threw it and kills Wes's gimp, which create makes the Wes like child. What's that? Golden child. The golden child. Yeah, this the feral child kills the golden child, which causes Wes to go on his fucking bonkers. And the seven kingdoms erupted into war. And the seven kingdoms <laughs> erupted into war. Uh, but yeah, that that was important because Wes's side piece was murdered. Um, and You're just assuming it's sexual. I said his side piece. I didn't say they were fucking. You said he's his gimp. That would be. He is his gimp. He is his. Th- anyway, it's hot um, in Australia. Okay, you have to dress like that. <laughs> In leather? I don't think even if you're in a little bit of leather, it's hot. <laughs> leather holds up, and you then you wear less of it, so you don't sweat. It's perfect. Fucking come on. Yeah, perfect logic. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, Max, uh, Wes goes after Max because they have a thing. Um, he's he's got a hard on for Max, I guess, just a, a vengeance hard on. Um, and they blow the fuck out of his truck because they they knock him off the road. Max's truck is always, or car is always uh, booby trapped. So when they go for the gas, it blows the fuck up. They shoot his dog too, which is kind of sad. Yeah, that's um, fucked. Yeah, that was really fucked. They shot his dog. Um, you son of a bitch! You kicked Annie, my dog. You kicked my dog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Max, the gyrocopter goes and saves Max because I guess that guy is. I don't get him. He's cool. I like that guy a lot. I like the uh, pilot a that lot. That guy is trying to show off for the girl he wants to bang who lives in there. Yes, that's right. That's his. That's what he's doing. Because <laughs> he says, true. I miss lingerie. Do you remember lingerie? Yeah. <laughs> I got <laughs> caught that too. Uh, but he brings Max back. Max is beat to shit. Uh, they tried to get Max to drive the rig away. Uh, we find out later why they wanted him to. But um, they tried to get him to drive the rig. Uh, they offer him like this big deal. They're like, hey, you know, uh, um, you know, hey, we'll make a new contract. Come on, just drive the rig. He's like, fuck off. I'm going to go now. I'm just here for the gas. Um, he comes back and Max is like, all right, I'll drive your fucking rig. They go, nah. He's like, no, let me drive it. He goes, okay. The worst kind of argument back and forth in a movie. But uh, he drives the rig. The big ro- ch- uh, chase goes down. So the rig goes out. All the other people in the town kind of out of the way just kind of like hey we're not here don't worry about it some of the uh of the raiders go into the town and they set off an explosive which blows that place to high hell which is awesome which is an awesome scene um a lot of stuff happened on the road essentially it's it's just a big action film from there to the end where it's they're on the car warrior woman gets murdered uh the the uh what is it uh what is it when your legs don't work the paraplegic the paraplegic Dan, <laughs> the Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. <laughs> he repairs other stuff. He was riding on the rig as well. They all get killed. The wild child or the feral kid is hanging out with Max and he saves his life a couple of times, helps him out a few times. Um, 
it all destroys they start killing a bunch of the gang eventually he crashes the rig with wex on the on the big shovel on front into the car where humongous just nosed into him oh, which cow blow- catcher. what's up the cow catcher cow catcher oh yeah that's yeah. right that is that is a thing in australia yeah. it's a thing uh, on trains here Cow yeah, catcher. but they but they, uh, they need it in Australia, and I'll, I'll save that for fun facts. But uh, Well, there was uh, a dead uh, Rue at the very beginning of the movie. Did you see him? I uh, can't remember. Somebody uh, shot a kangaroo at that very first scene. In the, <laughs> when Max rolls up, there's a kangaroo with an arrow sticking out of him on the ground. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, but uh, so he kills Lord Humongous, kills Wex. The rig tips over, and turns out the rig was filled with sand the whole time. I they hate hit sand. They <laughs> <laughs> of course it's irritating it gets everywhere they hid the uh they hid the gas in the cars with the, the other civilians the, the guzzling there you go um and Troll. it turns out the narrator is actually the feral kid all grown up who and at the very end he says we because their leader dies trying to save max um and actually no he tries to save the kid so he gets killed by lord humongous saving the kid and so the gyro pilot becomes the new leader and eventually, apparently, the feral child becomes the leader when he comes of age. And that's the end of the fucking movie, of the great northern tribe, he says. Indeed. And Max only lives in my memories. All right. Well, we'll be back in a minute with some fun facts. All right. So, Mad Max Rockatansky. Bet you didn't know his name. Played by Mel Gibson. Yeah, Rockatansky. Are you uh, fucking serious? It's his name in the first movie. If this is the same <laughs> one, we'll get there. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting he plays point. William Wallace. Uh, he was in Machete Kills. He was in The Simpsons and Casper. Uh, the only other person in this movie who's been in anything good was in Star Wars, and I bet you can't figure out who the fuck it is. Oh, so, shit. The Gyro Captain is played by Bruce Spence. He was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, he was in Pirates. Uh, he was a character called the Black Lieutenant in uh, The Lord of the Rings Return of the King, but only in the extended version. Oh, so I don't know that's who that is. right. No, he's the mouth of Sauron. Okay, that makes sense. I think. Yeah. Uh, he was in Enter the Matrix. He was in Revenge of the Sith. His character was called Tion Madone. He's the one who says, there is no war here unless you brought it with you. Oh, my go fucking God. Separatists are in the 10th level. He is. Oh, my God. That's him. I know, right? Holy shit. Uh, Utapau, right? Uh, that's the planet name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was also in Farscape, Planet of the Damned, and the Ace Ventura movies. He's in everything nerdy. Yeah, he's it's pretty good. He's a sleeper nerd. He might be a prince of nerd, not a king of nerd. He's an archduke of nerdiness. The duke of nerd. Okay. Mel Gibson only had 16 lines of dialogue in the whole movie, and two of them were the same one. I only came for the gasoline. (laughs) That's pretty good. The dog in this movie was named Dog. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and they got him from yeah. a local pound and trained him to perform. He was <laughs> scared of cool. the in, he was scared of the engines. He pissed himself in a car one time. They had to get him special earplugs. And when they finished filming, he was adopted by a camera op- camera operator. Aww. All right. So the tanker. So they rolls, didn't actually kill the dog. Right. <laughs> the tanker rolls was so dangerous that the stunt driver wasn't allowed to eat for twelve hours before they shot it because they thought he was going to have to go to surgery right after. Oh, fuck. Right? 
That uh, is re- metal as fuck. Yeah. One reason they didn't, or one reason they wanted to film here is because it wasn't supposed to rain like ever in the middle of the desert, and it rained uh, for the first time in four years, and they had to Classic. shut it down for a week. Yeah. All right. Mel Gibson wasn't in any of the trailers for this movie in the U.S. because no one knew who the fuck he was. So they just showed a bunch of chase scenes and action scenes. Hey, man. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yeah. Wow. In 81, Mel Gibson was an unknown actor in the States. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it doesn't look like it in the movie, but it was actually super cold when they filmed. Mel Gibson would uh, hide under blankets and shit <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> shakes. And I guess it's better than actors, being super hot, you know? Yeah, half the actors had their asses hanging out, so they were, like, trying to warm their ass in between takes and shit. Dude, most of the Road Warrior gang is, like, wearing assless chaps. It's crazy. I mean, all chaps are assless. That's why they're chaps. They're all wearing chaps. They have chaps their pants. <laughs> <laughs> all right, James Cameron cited this movie as one of his influences behind Terminator. Okay, I can see it. Yeah. All right, after the first movie was done, they sold off all the cars, including the Black Interceptor. Somebody bought it. They didn't crush it. And then when they started filming the sequel, they had to track down the guy who bought the car and buy it back from it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right, the costume department got the costumes from this from buying from junk shops, secondhand stores, sporting outlets, and gasp, S&M shops. (laughs) (laughs) Gasp? (laughs) Is it the name of the shop? Gasp. Yeah, it's called Ass. <laughs> All right, this movie was actually shot in sequence, which is weird for an action movie. Oh, wow. And according to George Miller, the director, uh, it was Mel Gibson's idea to make Max look as fucked up as he was. So he cut his own hair and eyebrows right before filming. He cut the sleeves off his jacket and tore his gloves up. So he wanted to look dirtier and meaner. I think it was a good choice. Yeah, and apparently uh, George Miller said that these... Uh, the first two movies took place sometime in the mid to late 90s is kind of where he envisioned it. Hmm. <laughs> and Lord Humongous. <laughs> so so this is an this is 15 years after they recorded or after this was released. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's weird. All right, so Lord Humongous, uh, his pistol case actually has an SS death's head on it. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't. A totem cough. Um, you know, the skull and crossbones of the SS. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean... I don't think he's old enough to have been a Nazi, but who knows? Whatever. In the 80s, yeah, he could have been. He is Swedish. Well, this is the 90s, so he would have been like 50 oh, years yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. 70-something at least. Hitler youth. I, whatever. Man. But <laughs> I guess he would have had SS, you know, but yeah. Yeah. All right. According to the guy who played Wes, the Golden Youth wasn't actually a sex partner. There's a deleted scene, allegedly, where Wes rescues Golden Boy as a kid and becomes like a surrogate father. There is no evidence of this except for his <laughs> statement on the matter. <laughs> well, I guess and, it was his headcanon, and he's the well, one who played the character. So George Miller told all the actors to make up their own backstories. So, dude, that's legit. Technically, if that's his backstory, technically it's canon. It's canon, but <laughs> I mean, uh, it looks weird, viewed that way. But yeah, you know viewed that way. Yeah, I mean, Michael Jackson may not have molested any kids either, but. <laughs> He that's did. pretty he did. no that's that's like legit pretty sure but <laughs> exactly it's kind of like this it looks like one thing it really yeah, it looks, really ba- looks it like looks it. bad but i promise it's not <laughs> yeah all right so this was voted the 93rd best movie of all time by entertainment we entertainment weekly apparently it's actually pretty high up there if you think of yeah. all the movies okay so the logo on the tanker truck is seven sisters oil this is a reference to a popular conspiracy theory 
apparently before OPEC, uh, before OPEC's conspiracy theories were a big thing, uh, the theory was that Standard Oil and six other companies controlled all the oil in the world and basically made a monopoly and then brought up, suppressed, and changed um, all sorts of technology, including a 100-mile-an-hour carburetor to keep oil prices up. A 100-mile-an-hour carburetor? 100 mile per gallon, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So apparently there's a big theory in a theory, I guess. Huh. All right, so this... Thing, yeah, it's like it's like a similar theories today where they're saying like Ford made a car in the 90s that ran on water, but big oil shut it down or whatever. Could be, man. <laughs> All right, so George Miller and Mel Gibson say this is their favorite Mad Max movie. Well, Mel Gibson would like this one or the next one, but he wouldn't like Fury Road because he wasn't in that one. <laughs> well, true. But George Miller directed all of them, so. Really? Yep. All right. Mel that. Gibson called Vernon Wells, the guy who plays uh, Wes or whatever, Webb. Mm-hmm. I don't forget his name. Wes. He called him Barometer Bum because. <laughs> <laughs> Wes. He called him Barometer Bum because whenever his cheeks would get purple, they'd get sent everyone to the warm up bus. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs> I brought a bomb. That's probably <laughs> my favorite fact I've ever fucking found for this show. <laughs> oh, I brought a bomb. Oh, I brought a bomb. Your cheeks purple yet? Because we're fucking freezing, mate. <laughs> oh, nuts are fucking retracted. <laughs> They're in me wallaby pouch. They're in. <laughs> hey, warm up next to Golden Boy. <laughs> Oh, golden shower. I mean, golden boy. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not sexual. Uh, Promise. Uh, it's non-sexual peeing. It's fine. <laughs> it's strictly for warmth. <laughs> we have to recycle all the water we can. Like the beginning of uh, whatever, Aquaman. Shitty Aquaman. Uh, uh, water world. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last, last one. Oh, God. So we can take a laugh cry break. <clears throat> All right, so this movie and Beyond Thunderdome both have quotes directly from a former Australian prime minister named uh, Go Whitlam. He was a minister, prime minister in the 70s. And the lines are, we're going to either crash or crash through from this movie and from Beyond Thunderdome, one day cock of the walk, next day a feather duster. I think I, I couldn't think of better phrases I'd want to hear from an Australian <laughs> prime minister. <laughs> I want that to be on my fucking tombstone. <laughs> One day cock of the walk, next day a feather duster. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, we'll be God. back in a minute with theories. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the big fan theory for all the Mad Max stuff is that Max is not the same guy from movie yeah. to movie. So he's not the cop from the first movie necessarily all the way to Fury Road. It's just any guy oh. who's a badass in this world, they call Max. He's the yeah, hero just, guy. Any guy who does something really badass and cool. Any oh. sort of scavenger who be, is like a, a, a white knight for a limited time. Yeah, there's a reason he doesn't have a backstory or a story after that, because in that moment, he was Max. Yeah, he assumes the, the mantle, essentially, of Max. Yeah. Not not officially, it's like after the fact, people start yeah. calling him Max. Because in this movie and in Thunderdome, at the end, it's told by kids who survived and were saved by Max. So yep. it's just a hero guy who stepped up and saved the day. So yeah, that's especially because his car gets fucking destroyed in this one and then he has it again in 
uh, Thunderdome. So, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of that. And then, of course, you could say that, oh, well, he has these skills because he's a former cop and yada, yada. Like, that could be part of the story. Like, the first movie could be completely made up by people who are telling the other stories as the origin story for the guy who saved them. So, yeah. And again, he thing. could he could be the same guy, but it's also yeah, it kind of cool that it's not or could not be as well. But right. if Mel Gibson turned to Tom Hardy, he had a glow up. So <laughs> just saying <laughs> <laughs> Mel Gibson in his day. Probably. Yeah. Good looking guy. But come on, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Bane's got it going on. Uh, <laughs> Bane has got it going on. Also, um, did you hear that whole uh, Corona thing about Bane? No. Fought the bat, closed large uh, sporting events. Oh, for fuck's it sake! Wore a mask, <laughs> right? He's oh the my king of the fucking corona. god! Have you not heard? That? I can't believe you even heard that. Oh my I think god! Even more shit. It was like all just great. He locked down a city. I mean, oh for fuck's sake, Spain, man! The hero. <laughs> he's the hero Gotham needed. He locked down not Gotham the one they city. Wanted. Yeah, he's not the hero they wanted. He's the one they needed. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know. <laughs> I guess it's hilarious because I don't live in New York, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What was, uh, back on topic, what was your least favorite part of this movie? My least favorite part. Um, they don't, there's not a lot of dialogue, which in one way is great. Yeah, but I was I'm gonna say that's kind of a good thing. It's not that I don't like that, but I'm not used to it. So it's a li- it takes me out of it a little bit, a tiny bit. Because okay. I'm just like, you know, I expect more talking in a movie, but I mean, it works in this movie. So like, if it were any other franchise, I'd be like, this is dumb. Like, what's going on? You know, but I don't know. Yeah. I think there could be a little more exposition. I mean, you have character names that are never said. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, so there could be a little bit there. But I kind of uh, like that because it's um, it's it's like this kid growing up and telling us this story. Well, yeah, that's another thing in favor of that theory is that there's never love interests in the Mad Max movies. Yeah, at least not with Max. Yeah, because kids don't think about that. Kids don't have sex on their brain. So they're not thinking about him getting the girl. So they're not telling you that part. So it's even that's more in favor, you know, because like. You ask a little kid, like, tell me about this hero guy. He's not going to talk about his girlfriend. It's just not what they do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, that's actually a good point. That's yeah. a really good point. But, um, but, I mean, but what you want. what's that? <laughs> Nothing. What's your least favorite part? <laughs> My least favorite part of this movie. Um, it's honestly, I hate to say that it's almost too short. <laughs> um, that's a, that's a dumb complaint though. Um, I think the uh... God, I don't know. This movie's so fucking perfect in several, many ways. Um, I think another place called it the best action movie of all time. It might be, man, because it's like there's it's not a single ounce of fat there. on it. I know, that, I know that was out of necessity. About, like, do you think about like Mel Gibson in action movies? Because we didn't talk about a lot of his other. We, I hit the nerd points, but like. Yeah, God almighty, that's an action movie motherfucker, dude. Yeah, dude, seriously. Beat the Weapons, Braveheart, Patriot. Like, God yeah. almighty. He kills yeah. it. He we fucking soldiers. it. Oh, yeah. I forgot about We Were Soldiers. Such a good fucking Wait, no, he wasn't in We Were Soldiers. Oh, no, I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of a different I'm thinking of a different movie. I'm thinking of a different movie. Yeah, he's Colonel uh, Halmore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, least favorite part, I don't know, maybe the gimp costumes. They were kind of weird after a point, but... 
No, because also, you, but you, they also really work. So it's I was like, say, not, let, let, if you picture post-apocalyptic fantasy, it's because of this movie. Oh, absolutely. This set the scene for every Fallout yeah, Raider we've Fallout ever seen. Fallout Raider, any, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know if I have a least favorite. No, what? Okay, I'll give you one. You want one? I'll sure. give you the freebie. The fact that the Rick and Morty episode that parodied oh, it God. fit so well. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't rewatch this without picturing Rick and Morty, and that was a <laughs> my blood is gasoline. It was a problem. Nope, for just me, blood. I'll be honest. I was like, stop it. I don't want to picture pickle Rick right now. Like. <laughs> This is Stop good. it, Brain. Stop it's it. so good on its own. I don't need Rick yeah, and Morty Yeah, my least favorite this. part about this movie is that Rick and Morty is did Rick too and... good of a job ripping off of it. <laughs> exactly. Precisely. <laughs> it's become part of the canon. I don't like it. Oh, fuck. I love that. Yes, that's it. Uh... All right. <laughs> What's your favorite part of the movie? All right. It's got a lot to love, man. You got gratuitous action. Just action. You got asses everywhere. You got badass cars. I'm not even a car guy, but like action asses and autos. The three. I I just like that. Even the little characters, there's like such a story behind them. You might not get the story, but you're like, this is an interesting. You know, if the world hadn't ended, I want to have a beer with this guy. (laughs) Like, for instance, there's a guy who drove through the gate. You only see him for a couple seconds. He's in a jacked up pink caddy with fins and he's wearing a bunch of pink. And it's like, what's this fucking dude's deal? He's awesome. I don't know what his deal is. I want to I want to know what his deal is. I want to talk to that actor and figure out what that character's specific backstory was. Right? And like, what's the story with Lord Humongous? I don't know. He's just massive and probably makes people shave him. <laughs> you know he's not shaving himself. You oh, know God. that's not happening. His war he, dogs shave he him. He is too jacked to shave his own back anyway. So there's literally no way he's shaving himself. <laughs> Somebody shaving Lord Humongous. Oh, of that's going to be one of those guys out there. Of course. Yeah. Or gals. There were girls in that. I don't think there were. There was, because at one point, Max drives over a uh, a uh, tent and rips it up, and this dude and this chick are getting it on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I love that um, when he sees Max driving off, he goes, little pup. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he, he said that to uh, to Wes, who was running off after him. Ah, uh, okay. Even better. Yeah, he, go, he, he didn't say little pup. He said insolent pup. Insolent pup. Because it was his war dog. I just love that's why the next time we see Wes, he's chained to Lord Humongous. Yeah, I love when Golden Child gets killed and Lord Humongous just goes, Shh, it's okay, it's okay. We've all lost some we love. He hugs him to sleep. This actually kind of gets to my this gets to my uh my my favorite part of this movie is um everyone there's a there's a lot of reflection going on, but also my favorite part of the movie is you had said that there wasn't a lot of talking in the movie, and that's actually kind of my favorite part is we are just dropped into this world. And exposition be damned. Everyone, yeah. Everyone feels like they should be where they are. Everyone, like, like you mentioned it. Like, there's that one guy in the caddy. He's all dressed in pink. What's his story? We don't get it, but we know there is one, or right. there could be. Like, it feels like a real world. Where and again, that character, the little kid, that he's just like all he remembers is there's a guy in a pink caddy. Exactly because that guy was memorable. He stuck um, out, but you don't but know the story. But it's, but I'm saying it's like in most movies today, like we like. Any action heroes killing all the bad guys, they're just faceless henchmen one after another. They all look exactly the same, right? They're all in, like, tactical gear or whatever it is, right? Yeah. In this movie, even every individual person had a flair to their costume, had a just something hinting at a deeper meaning, deeper story to all of them. We have no idea why these people were making gasoline. We have no idea 
why these people were where they how how they knew to make gasoline. We had no idea where Max came from, where the gyro pilot came from, where the fuck Lord Humongous came from in the beginning. Like in and that's what they did so well later on in, in Fury Road. And I don't want to take out Fury, you know, discuss Fury Road too much until mm-hmm. we do that one. But I'm saying it drops you in a world that is filled with lore and background, but they don't need to tell it to you because they're showing it to you. Yeah. Because you just see it as you watch the movie. I'm going to change my least favorite part then to the fact that there is no continuity between one and two. There is some continuity between two, three, and Fury Road. If only the tone. Yeah, exactly. You're right. That's why I don't like the first Mad Max. It's a tone issue. It's not That's my least favorite part of this movie is the first movie. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah, this is, I think, another place called this the best sequel ever made because, damn. Yeah, and it doesn't even feel like a sequel, but it is. Um, it, it again, the movie just works from beginning to end. It works. It's and a great that's film. what I love about this fucking movie. It's one of those movies, man. If you gotta show someone who's never seen a movie like five movies, this should be on there. That's you don't have to show them another good, action. That's a that's a good list to make. <laughs> there's another. There's no other action movie you have to show them after this. Everything. No. Every other action movie is derivative in some way from this. Yeah, for sure. There's something that comes sure. out of this movie. James Cameron said it. He he got inspired to do Terminator because of this. Yeah. Or at least parts of it. Hell, in T2, there's a whole semi-truck. Uh, Holy chase. shit, you're right. There's a whole semi-truck, semi-truck chase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love this fucking movie. Uh, if you've never seen The Road Warrior, which I'm fairly certain one of our fans hasn't, and I'm talking directly to him right now. He knows who I'm talking to. Um, go fucking watch this movie right now. Um, I don't know how you can access it. It's, I mean, I had it on a drive that you had an access to a drive, but, um, I recommend this to our listeners. I recommend watching Fury Road as well. Uh, I, I mean, Thunderdome and Fury Road. I was going to say, Max. I love this movie, but Thunderdome is my favorite Mad Max. Yeah, I know you do. And, and I like this way more than I like Thunderdome, but we'll get into Thund- that when we talk yeah. about Thunderdome. Thunderdome is a wackier version and I like it's, wacky. It's super eighties and that's why you like it. That too. <laughs> anyway, um, any final thoughts? Goodbye and good night, dweebs. Dane <laughs> is the king of Corona. <laughs> Lord, who more? I'm gonna go drink more margaritas. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Fluent Nerd. Please join us next week. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Fluent Nerd. Lingerie. Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> lingerie. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star review wherever you're getting your podcast. Also, tell your friends about us. Seriously, text one right now or shout if you happen to be in public. All this time, that's dishonest. You can send your feedback, show ideas, or behind-the-scenes stories to thefluentnerd at gmail.com. And we want to give a very special thanks to our musical talent, Sean Ryan. Check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. We'll see you guys next week. Reflexes, that's all you've got. Me, I've got brains. (laughs) glorious. I love it. (laughs) 